Hello, thank you for joining The Abundant Life with Pastor Sherry. Grab a coffee or tea and get a comfortable seat. And um, I pray that you enjoy this message today. So I want to talk about Easter today. What does Easter mean to me? Um, and so when I was a child, you know, if I'm honest, it meant chocolate, Easter eggs, and many times going to church with my family. But, you know, once I received Jesus in my life, and as I began to learn more about what Easter really means, I would cry as I read the scriptures that describe Jesus' last days and how they treated him as he went to the cross for you and for me. You know, it means so much more to me now that, now that I'm a Jesus follower, you could say. Um, and I want to describe what Easter means to me. You know, you and I were created to live in a relationship with God. And until we find that relationship, there's always going to be something missing in our lives. As a result, we're often aware of a gap of something missing. You know, one rock singer describes it by saying, I've got an emptiness deep inside. It's that feeling that something's missing, that we were created for more. You know, a woman in a letter to me wrote of a deep, deep void that she felt in her heart. A deep, deep void. And you know, another young girl spoke of a chunk missing in her soul. That describes what it's like when we don't have a relationship with God. He's created us for that relationship. You know, even when we're followers of Jesus, we can find ourselves in a place where we feel we're missing something. I have found that there are times when I just don't know what it is that is that anxious kind of uh, worried feeling in me. You know, maybe some of you are in that place right now. You know, we live in this world, and so we find ourselves getting to that place sometimes where we feel like something is missing. We feel a heaviness, you could say, a heaviness in our spirit or our soul. Worry or anxiety is a way we describe it as well. Even frustration at where we are at in life or where we are not at in life. But you know, I have hope for us all because Easter reminds us of what God did for us through his son, Jesus Christ. It's what we celebrate every year. And you know, I want to describe even this morning in our staff kitchen, while I was making my coffee, I was chatting to someone about how some days you get up and it just feels like Groundhog Day, the same thing over and over again. But you know, we can have hope. And Easter brings us that message of hope which is a relationship with God, a living, breathing God, who is Jesus Christ. So all of us will try and fill the emptiness that we feel. It's just an, a normal thing that we do in life. And you see it so much. We try it in various different ways. We, some of us try to, to close that gap with money, but we find that that never satisfies us. Or it might be, drugs, alcohol, or sexual promisc promiscuity. One girl said to me that these things provide instant gratification, 
but they leave you feeling hollow afterwards. You know, still other times we try to fill it with different things like music, sports, hard work, success, food, or even control. Sometimes we just try to fill it with something out in the world. And there might not be anything wrong with, with some of these things in themselves, but they never satisfy that hunger that is deep inside every human being. It's only a temporary fix and we need something more substantial. So, you know, even the closest of our human relationships, they're wonderful, but they still will not satisfy a deep, empty feeling inside. You see, nothing will fill that gap except a relationship with God for which we were made, each one of us. And that is why Easter brings us such hope and such joy. You know, according to the New Testament, the reason for the emptiness is that we turn our backs on God. Maybe we try to do life on our own and we figure that we can create our own happiness, our own joy, our own sense of peace, our own sense of feeling of worth. That's oftentimes what happens, you know, but, but turning our back on God means not believing that there is a higher being, that there's something greater than what we see here on this earth. You know, Jesus said, I am the bread of life in John 6, 35. You see, Jesus is the only one who can satisfy this deepest hunger because he is the one who makes it possible for our relationship with God to be restored, for our relationship with God to be restored over and over and over again whenever we are sensing that emptiness or that feeling of that void. So I want to share with you guys what Easter means to me, what Jesus means to me, because it means freedom. So freedom is what Easter means to me. So I'm going to talk about freedom in which, in which in different areas that it means for me. You see, it says in the scriptures, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. That's John 3.16. You see, when I first came to the Lord, that was the first thing that I recognized was the sense of freedom. Just a different feeling inside of me. A feeling that, you know what, I was never going to be alone. Jesus says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So Jesus is no longer physically on earth, but he has left, not left us alone. He sent his Holy Spirit to be with us. And when his spirit comes to live within us, he gives us a new freedom. It's a freedom to know God. The things which we do wrong cause a barrier between us and God. It says in the scriptures, your iniquities have separated you from your God. Isaiah 52, 2. And that is called sin. We all know this feeling, don't we? We all experiencing this feeling from time to time. For example, I recently said something to a friend that really wasn't right. And I felt really bad about it. I knew that what I had said was wrong and I had to make it right. 
And until I did, I did not experience the peace. And that is how I would describe that verse. My iniquity, my sin separates me from God until I make it right and bring it before the Lord. Well, that is what Jesus did for each one of us on the cross. And it is what we celebrate on Good Friday and Easter Sunday. When Jesus died on the cross, he removed the barrier that existed between us and God. And as a result, he has made it possible for us to have a relationship with our creator, a relationship that doesn't depend on our own power, on our own behavior, on our right behavior. We can have that relationship with God when we go to him in Jesus' name and ask for forgiveness. You know, we become sons and daughters. The Spirit assures us of this relationship, and He helps us to get to know God better. He helps us to pray and to understand God's Word, the Bible. When we hear the Word of God preached, spoken, even in song, we receive revelation or understanding to go along with the freedom to understand the Bible, God's Word. We're also given a freedom to love. The scriptures say, we love because He first loved us. And that's in 1 John 4, 19. You know, and as we look at the cross and we remember what Jesus did for us on Good Friday and Easter Sunday, and when the Spirit of God comes to live within us, we experience that love from God and it gives us the freedom to love others. As we experience God's love, we receive a new love for God and for other people. We are set free to live a life of love, a life centered around loving and serving Jesus and loving and serving other people rather than a life centered all on ourselves where it's all about us and we're just looking to satisfy our own needs because this will lead to the freedom that we receive to also love ourselves when we can love God and love others. Another thing is it gives us the freedom to change. You know, I've heard it said this way, God loves us so much that he accepts us the way that we are, but he loves us so much that he won't leave us that way. And I have to admit that is what God has done for my own life as well. You know, people sometimes say you are what you are, you can't change. And the good news is that with the help of the Spirit, we can change. The Holy Spirit gives us the freedom to live the sort of lives that deep down we've always wanted to live. Paul tells us in the Bible that the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is in us, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when we ask the Spirit of God to come and live within us, these wonderful characteristics begin to grow in our own lives. God begins to show us a better way to live 
the way that he has created us to live in relationship with him. Another thing it gives us freedom for is the freedom for meaning and purpose in life. Only in relationship with our Creator do we find the true meaning and purpose of our own lives. God has created each one of us with meaning and purpose. You know, God has something good in store for you. You know, after all, the Bible is full of passages about joy. While this certainly doesn't mean that every single day is a parade or a carnival in our lives, it does mean that an overall sense of gladness should permeate our lives as Christians. In the Old Testament, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And in the New Testament, it also encourages us in this manner. It says in Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You see, God has created each one of us with unique gifts and talents to, to use, to be blessed when we use them. So I just want to encourage you all in that. We are created for a purpose. And when we get into relationship with God, we have a freedom to live out that purpose and plan for our lives. You know, we have also obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. So again, we have the freedom to love and be loved, the freedom to change, and the freedom for meaning and purpose in life. And that is what Easter means to me. And so I just want to pray for us all right now as we prepare for this Easter weekend. Praise you, Lord God. Father, I just thank you so much for Easter. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So, Father, I just lift up all of us to you today, Lord, all of those listening, God. And, Father, I pray for those who have maybe never received Jesus Christ in their lives. Father, I pray, Lord, that you open the eyes of their spirit and the eyes of their heart this, this Easter, that when they watch the Easter message online at Royal Oak Victory Church, Father God, that it will speak to their hearts and they will receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Father, it tells us in the Bible that we need to believe by faith that Jesus was God's Son and that you rose him to life and that he will come to live inside of us through the Holy Spirit, which he gives us. And I just, I just lift up everyone who maybe has never made that decision. Father God, we just declare again to you that we give our lives to you and we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.